Good evening, Misfits. <laughs> this is your 20.2 breakdown with your friendly neighborhood Misfits. Drew, Sherb, Hunter, here to bring you some movement tips, some workout strategy, and as always, a no bullshit approach to your open workout. Before we get started, we'll go over some housekeeping items. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Spectrum. Head to PureSpectrumCBD.com. Use the code word MISFIT to save you some dough. Um, they're really excited about their new launch, new logo, new products. Um, they've actually, the, one, of their, one of my favorite products, the tincture is up to 500 or 5,000. 5,000 milligrams now, so really packs a punch in there. Um, and if you spend, I think I'm going to get this right, $197, you get $75 taken off. So that first number was high. But the second number was also high. Um, and that goes on until Sunday. Make sure you use the code word MISFIT, PureSpectrumCBD.com. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Sharpen the Axe. This coming Wednesday, the Misfit Athletics warm-up collection. If you're watching live right now, this t-shirt, the one that he's wearing over there, and probably the cushiest short-sleeve hoodie you've ever seen. Similar logo. Um, I love it. One of my favorite products that we've come out with recently and your favorite joggers are now shorts. The elements joggers are here, but they've been lopped off and they're actually shorts. We didn't just like cut them with a pair of scissors. Um, I would have tried. We got, they some let so- me. we got some new misfit socks. We got a new misfit hat, all kinds of good stuff coming up on the 23rd. Use the code word 20.2 all spelled out and save yourself a little bit of dough. All right. So we still have housekeeping, but this stuff's a little bit more fun. We have the top 20 misfit men, the top 20 misfit women, and we will pick out some random winners from that. Um, if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, head to games.crossfit.com, go to your dashboard, and add the hashtag misfit takeover to be added to this list. So I'm going to start with the gentlemen. Top 20. Chandler Smith, Brandon Luckett, Travis Williams, Jordan Cook, Nate Long, Austin Spencer, Holly Holgerson, Cody Mooney, Kenneth Hart, Gio Contreras, Brody Scott, Marshall Creed, Nick Matthew, Zachary Greer, Corby Foxall, Paolo Rosiel, Danny Smith, Nick Agostolini, Brian Harris, Joe Delavella, and we cannot leave out the 21st misfit, Mr. <laughs> Hunter Wood. We had to check. There's two Hunter Woods and the smaller Hunter Wood prevailed in the burpee workout. Yes. We'll see how that goes. So many remote coaching athletes on that list. All right. No who's shit, picking? Huh? I'll grab one. <clears throat> Don't fuck it up, bud. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. It's fucked. How do you say this name? <laughs> Matt Sherburn. Oh, nice. Nice. Easy one. Nick Matthew. Congratulations. Nick Matthew, you are the winner. Email Jen with two N's at misfitathletics.com. Please give her your clothing sizes and your shipping address, and you will get some free Misfit gear, maybe some of the new Rest Day collection. Swag. Warm-up collection. See if I get it right next time. All right. <laughs> Top 20, Misfit Women, Bianca Savarese, Alexis Johnson, Hannah Hardy, Caroline Connors, Jessica Griffith, Paige Semenza, Elena Savage, Lexi Cola Bianchi. Perfect. Gigi Sabatini, Jennifer McVeigh, Lauren Suver, <laughs> Miki Nuccio, Christy Rizzo, Aubrey Greco, Adrian Villanueva, Anna Oberman, Lizzie Bell Bruno, Molly Mullane, Shauna Norton, and Emma Weddington. Those are your top 20 from week one. Shake them up. Pick them. Don't look. Oh, you picked like seven. 
Pick seven. Shauna Norton. Shauna Norton. Come on down. Jen with two N's at MisfitAthletics.com. Your size, your shipping address. For some free stuff. Again, if you want to be added to this, head to games.crossfit.com. Add Misfit Takeover to your dashboard, and you will be put onto our leaderboard. Cheer. Holy hell. All right. Um, we're going to give you first dibs. One of you guys just did the workout. One of you did some of the workout. Um, is this exactly what I think it is? Yeah. It's the world's like kind of most straightforward merry-go-round if you're super fit put your equipment as close together as you can and just go as fast as the movements allow you to and no faster and you'll do really well uh if you're maybe like in that middle just slow it down just a hair but i mean there's Noted. there's not a whole lot there's not a whole lot to it uh i'd say like just being efficient with the the dumbbells and the toes to bar, obviously, and then trying to stay relaxed with the double unders. And I think probably the biggest thing that helped me was just controlling my breathing just from the start. Never let it get out of control. Um, if it starts to even a little bit, you can back off ever so slightly and you'll be fine. What program did you boot yourself up with to be able to go at that pace the whole time without stopping more than seven seconds for the entire no, 20 no. minutes? I just didn't Your look facial at the expressions <laughs> didn't seem to... Uh, we just did the unprepared episode about <laughs> mental toughness, and they seem to be different things going and on I in your brain. tough one, right? That's what you were saying? That's... Nah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it's, it's tough to sit down on the floor during a live announcement, right? Yeah. I didn't sit. I was hunched. You were hunched. Okay, so um, <laughs> I've been asking for a workout like this for a long time. We've joked in past years. I'm like, I just want to see what would happen if they throw something out there. 20-minute AMRAP with, you know, 30 to 45-second rounds. Um, I mean, that's what we have here. McLeod, McLeod, I'm not really exactly sure how to say his name, but before you guys went, I was clocking his rounds. He did almost 13 minutes of about 40-second rounds. So we know you do a little Which bit of math. The, someone's, the someone's putting up a 30-round yeah. plus score. Yeah. Um, I was really excited that Carol Ann and, is it Caroline? Yes. Um, did the announcement because you're looking at two of the best open workout people in the world. So we got to see that kind of head-to-head there. I think they made them set it up for it to be a little bit more visually pleasing. Um, that was the one gripe that I had with the Aussie one. Yeah, it I think like his rounds, especially apart. at the beginning... Um, would have been faster. But, I mean, we, we got to see what it looks like. I got to see the very beginning and the very end of the girls go, and it looked exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, having only watched a brief amount of the guys from Australia go, they their demeanor didn't change, their tempo didn't change. They essentially said very calm and relaxed, and it moved at a very strategic pace. There was no point where they looked frantic and rush. It just moved from station to station the entire time, and What's really cool about a workout like this is that you, you know, it gets a chance to separate yourself against everybody else. It's a toughness. I mean, it's obviously a fitness test, but it's a toughness test too. Can you convince yourself to stay at that same pace? I mean, I looked at the clock over and over again in that workout and just said, all right, well, cool. I did one round in 40, then two rounds in a minute 20. And you just go on that. And then all of a sudden it goes much slower that for me. But like you could see that happening in your head. Like, all right, this is what's, that's what I'm getting into. And I, I looked up at the clock after like two and a half minutes and we had done five rounds. I was like, all right, well, this is going to be a merry-go-round for sure. Like going to be tough. One of the reasons we go into these workouts with a strategy and focusing on movement efficiency is so that you can rewrite the narrative between your ears about what you're about to tackle. Hunter is a very good athlete. He was 21st on this. He is by no means trying to make it to the CrossFit games. And when he got done, he said exactly to me what I thought he was going to. He said it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, it's just sort of, the, that 20 minute merry-go-round style workout 
So I'm sort of, I don't know, letting a lot of people that are fitter than you off the hook. Get that narrative out of your head. Yeah. This is going to be impossible to move for 20 minutes. Like, get that out of your head. And then, uh, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, get the spastic movement, sprint around. That sort of frantic behavior, especially in the first 10 minutes, I think would be a huge issue. Yeah. And anybody who's trying to be anywhere near the top of the leaderboard, you have zero excuse to not, like, just stay tough and keep moving the whole workout. I feel like, like it's there's very... just nothing to slow you down it's very meditative with the fact that you're going around and around and around and you can just tell yourself i right, just got to move on i'm not doing a big set of anything nothing should really overly gas me i have to tell myself it's only four it's only six and then it's only you know 15 seconds of double unders you add that all together you're right where like we said with mcleod you're in that like 40 second range tell yourself it's just another you know eight to ten second 15 second movement eight to ten 15 seconds get a couple seconds of transition if you can stay yourself in that med- meditative state i think you're gonna allow yourself to go at a very consistent pace for a very long time versus what i did which was go a little frantic out the gate and go oh shit i've over exceeded my capacity and i have to p- pump the brakes at which point the workout changed for me which was right around that six minute mark like you said right. i think it was it was helpful for me i didn't i, I looked at the clock maybe twice um, and that I probably could have. This isn't in the zone. You want to be in the zone for yeah, a workout exactly. like this. It's just like you, you finish one movement, put your head down, look at look at your rope, do your double unders, put your head down, look at the dumbbells, and, and just keep going like that. And I think if you have, may, obviously, if you're more serious about it, having a judge maybe with kind of those split times or something like that, because this, I know we always say, you know, don't turn it into an EMOM, don't turn it into this kind of thing, but this might be the workout where. You definitely can. You have to know what you can sustain, but recognize that you can yeah. sustain it for a long period. One of the conversations I had with you know one of my athletes that's trying to to go to the games this year through the open was, hey, do you have a judge that can count your reps, and then do you have someone who can keep you on pace? Yeah, you need a I, judge and a coach. Exactly. I, I like that. I like the the concept of hey, that one was about you know whatever fifty five seconds. Let's dial this back again a little bit something along those lines um i think that sort of thing can because like if anyone watched the video ted put out last week when i wanted to say something to carol i had to call jen over tell her what rep she was on talk to her for a few (laughs) seconds get it done before her next transition and go yeah so like that that is not especially in counting a merry-go-round of double unders where you could you could literally just screw up and not check off one of the boxes like yeah you need to be counting only for sure. You need to be like, you know, I'm going to take like 74 alpha brain and just <laughs> take 23 you know, <laughs> cruising through. So again, this, this workout, like uh, Alexis likes to, uh, make fun of us. Um, just like we sit here and we say, be tough. Think <laughs> about your, <laughs> exactly. Like, like we put this, we put this idea out, but we, we don't want to try to go into like, all of this, these crazy areas, the nitty gritty of this and that, because it is simple. Yeah. But I like the idea of thinking about the way that you move when you have nothing else to do. Like I love to think about my rowing technique while I'm, you know, doing fasted cardio because otherwise who knows what I'm going to be thinking about and who knows what's going to happen to my pacing, right? (laughs) So when we're talking about dumbbell thrusters here, you saw a good example and a bad example in the video that we just posted. Unbelievable. Why sure, did you, sure, you did great. Sure. <laughs> for for anyone that's listening Wax to this, I'll try not to just one. you know mime it for the for the YouTube people. Or it's his hands are so outside of his shoulders. Who's, who are you talking about? Sure. Okay. His hands are so outside of his shoulders that that support system that we get from the hip extension, the quarter extremity, is an issue. 
um definitely you set the dumbbell head on your shoulder correct you make contact so that there is a transfer of power because technically if that dumbbell is not sitting on you part of your hip extension will actually find the end range of your arm and the bar the dumbbell will go down yeah yep. and yep. then it will go up so we really have to fight to have that and if you're the type of athlete that has that hypermobile shoulder like sherb <clears throat> it could be elbows out you know, it could be one of those, you know, kind of weird positions, but we really want to try to get those dumbbells, you know, on top of your shoulders. We want to try to create some Sit on your trunk. some form of a rack position. Um, I like a little bit of a wider stance when it comes to this. Uh, it's it's highly repeatable. There's not really any kind of bouncing around, not much foot movement, which is obviously what we're looking for. It shortens your range of motion a little bit, helps with being tight with that bounce. So a little bit of a wider stance, just obviously don't go so wide that to, you can't get. To me, it's very similar to the power snatch from last week. You're not going to fail a dumbbell thruster. It's telling yourself to do it and to do it well, so you stay calm enough the to efficient. stay moving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're not going to fail one of those. I didn't feel my legs burn at all during any of those dumbbell thrusters. Shoulders, not really. It was just my wind. Yeah. Like, I, was I, breathing I asked for me. you if your grip burned out at all. There was like very, very mild like grip tension, but. If I and I was wondering if having the dumbbells hang off your shoulders was a little bit more stress. Like, like he said, um, I'm hanging on like, in range, so I'm not really like squeezing them too tight. They're yeah, just, really just hanging yeah, there. Yeah, so I mean, it was yeah. Rest the dumbbell, the flat part of your dumbbells on your head. Use your hips to to drive them overhead. And I I agree, my legs were never no no burn was, my legs at really all. Really, nothing that was burning. No, at all. It was it was just, just honestly breathing for me. So what that going. tells me as a coach is I can ask for. A nice hip extension. I can ask for the the athlete oh, to sure. really think about closing that knee joint and driving through the heel and making sure yeah. that you're not like because what some people will do is they'll slow everything down to try to slow the breathing down. But if you need to use more energy, then yeah, your heart yeah. rate's your heart rate's going to go up. Anyways. Yeah, and if you're somebody who's who maybe isn't a fan of something like toes to bar or something, every bit of efficiency with the dumbbells is going to make a difference in right 13, 15 minutes into the. The workout. Like going on, to, it just kind of a nice segue into the toes bar. You were talking about finding some kind of meditative pace or talking to yourself about your movement efficiency while you're moving. I did exactly that during my toes bar. Probably the only part of the workout that I actually enjoyed was the six toes bar round. <laughs> but I was moving through those and thinking about, all right, like I almost I did close my eyes and think, just breathe, like big breath out as those legs come out, breathe in as those legs fall down, and hopefully try to catch my wind. I mean, it didn't help me too much towards the end, but like it was really comfortable on that movement the whole time because I was able to catch my breath and sort of rest while I move. We talk about that all the time on our podcast, like the best in the game, find a way to recover while they stay moving. And for the middle movement to be one of those movements where you can do that, it's a really nice way to prepare yourself to then move quickly back to the jump rope and then to the dumb, the uh, dumbbell thruster again. 80 some percent of these rounds will have a movement where you can breathe and rest while you're moving. Agreed. The, the dumbbell yeah. thruster takes a little bit more focus. It takes a little bit more energy to go through, but like that's the first thing that I thought of when we were talking about that kind of that transition and that meditative pace. When you go over to the Tota bar, um, we we try to get people away from the scoop Tota bar. Like if you're in a race at the end of this workout and you need to start, you know, jackknifing and, and getting your foot up there, your feet up there, that's perfectly fine. But when we know that this this is this workout's about your breathing, it's about being able to go round and round. You guys are talking about uh, like you're saying that your forearms hurt or your grip hurt, but you're like kind of so you're trying to find something that hurt which means to me that this workout is about your cardio yeah like how can yeah. you move through 100%. it so if that's the case i want as much breathing as possible during those toes to bar and that sort of strict leg lift like that's too frantic of a movement for me to buy me another second or two that 
I saw McLeod start to fall apart as he walked over to his double under and then transitioned back to his thrusters. He wasn't super pumped about what he was doing. So I saw Frantic on two of the three movements, and I'm saying I think we can go pretty smooth on two of the three movements. You move fast. You move frantically to those two movements, and you, you know, we go side by side, and I scoop, and you do the calm toes the bar. You gain a half a second, which is no different than untangling your jump rope for one second or grabbing a quick, you know, before you go. Yeah, it's right. not worth it. It's yeah. not a. I'm not seeing that as worth it unless you get 15 minutes into this workout and you're a psycho like Alexis and can hold on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and she's just going to start ping, ping, ping. And it's like, you yeah. know, but that's, you know, we're talking about an outlier in a very specific movement. When it's this podcast, we're talking to a lot of different people. We're saying, be smooth on your toes to bar and please breathe. Breathe on your toes to bar. Um, that's going to set you up to be able to walk over to the double under. Um, you know, again, like you said, if you're shooting for that top 20, the, the rope should be pretty damn close. Yep. But just this overall concept of like, yeah, the thruster is going to do a little bit, but it's four. It's four <laughs> reps. Yeah. Like that's the hardest part. In terms of you know what it's asking your body to accomplish, and obviously the hardest part's the mix. But as you move your way through that, that mentality of like, yeah, I'm going to pick it right up, but it's it's smooth. Yeah, think about like frosting a cake. Yeah, as opposed to like stabbing. Yeah, there, a cake. There's just no <laughs> oh, stabbing cakes. <laughs> you yeah. were definitely stabbing cakes out there. <laughs> there's just you, you can just maximizing the hip extension and the thruster using the stretch reflex that we talk about getting getting long in the toes to bar. You the just kind of using that potential energy is like will do more than half the work for you right it's, it's, it's not no, it's not even it's part of the double under too we watch the best on earth double under and you see of a wide array of abilities the people that look calm and smooth are using that stretch reflex up their ankles and their knee to be able to bounce so that movement about being active the entire time versus people who like myself who are less dynamic and have to really like actually think about jumping yeah. over and but over you're, again even you're you're if we're doing a race 50, 50 or a hundred double unders for time, you're going to beat me. You beat me pretty much every time. I'm it's my, frantic, yeah. my individual reps are a little bit slower over the course of the workout, but, but you breathe again, more and you use your yeah, wrists a little I, bit better. I, that's the kind of thing that's going to matter in this. Yeah, workout. Exactly. And just, just staying calm, finding those places to breathe. Like, like we said, the two thrusters and toes to bar have the, like kind of the obvious places where you can breathe, breathe as you're locking the rep out in the thruster breathe as you're bringing your feet back or, or whatever works for you. That's what I did. Breathe as you bring your toes down and then just breathe normally on the double unders. Everybody who's listening to this is probably somebody who at this point treats a set of 24 double unders like a, like a nice little comfortable break. So, so let's, let's, let's drop down and talk a little bit about the hatchet athletes. When, when you're dealing with something like this, if we're trying to build in a break so that we can get in that meditative state, we go in three and three on the toe to bar we go in two and two. Do we split up the double unders on purpose? Like where, if we're trying to create the merry-go-round and keep those edges smooth, where would you guys say you could break up the reps instead of standing around? I think the toes bar is the best place to do that personally. Three, I spin, I, I think something like that. I think too much work to pick the dumbbells back up. It's just a lot of effort to convince yourself to bend over again and grab right. them, put them on your shoulders, and then move, do the movement. So for me, it's the toes to bar. Or honestly, it's nothing wrong with taking that quick after double unders to be able to grab your dump dumbbells, go right thruster, toe to bar, and then, you know, three and three, then do your double unders and then take that, you know, second to gather yourself because the toes to bar, you know, we've seen athletes who get to the end of workouts and are able to rifle out, you know, 20 in a minute doing singles because they just stay moving. Right. And for a hatchet athlete that maybe doesn't have the ability to do six repeatably, 
do three and three and stay moving rather than doing six for half the workout and then falling apart. Yeah, I think recognizing that you're going to probably do close to or over 100 toes to bar if you know that's not in your wheelhouse in any, you know, whether it's small sets, big sets, whatever, the the turn and spin is no problem at all. No. Assuming also that you your double unders are pretty consistent. I asked a handful of people to break up their power snatch last week. They said no by not doing it during the workout. And I think that they probably wish they had after they saw their score. Um, and that's just knowing your capacity and saying to yourself, if this is a 20 minute workout, then my round should be around the same time every round. Yep. You fall off a little bit. And if you know that, you have to pick a realistic strategy for that first one. So if you're going unbroken, but you're doing what Sherb said, when you drop the rope, you set it exactly how you want and you let yourself take that big like nasal breath before you go, do that round one. Do that every single round. People think that they can get ahead, but it's, you know, the, the physics of it, it's all still there. It, you've completed this amount of work and now you have this time was, left over and your gas tank still took a hit. I was going to say, I definitely fought, considered myself in the tier of a, a hatchet athlete, like with my training. And for me, looking up the clock and at the end of the first round, seeing like whatever it was, 42 seconds or 45 seconds and then going, shit, you're going, I better go with you. Like just ends up making you run a race you're not ready for. And like you said, it's aerobic. So when it's aerobic, it needs to be repeatable. So taking those extra seconds to take that, put that rope down and even maybe walking over to the, the bar a little more casually versus hustling over, which is what I did in the round one could have changed the outlook. You know, like you said, you shouldn't look <laughs> like your toes five minutes into a 20 minute workout or you did something wrong. Yeah. This, we kind of talked about it last week, fast twitch versus slow twitch. The faster athlete may benefit from coming out a little bit faster and, and a little bit faster. A little though, bit right? faster. Yeah. This you don't is, want 45 seconds added to your round. Yeah, <laughs> no. for sure. This, this, there's just no, you, you can't, you can't do that. You, yeah. if you're, a fast twitch guy, like you, you know, break. use your use your rest probably between your reps. Use the fast twitch and like the finishing your four, six, and twenty four. I guess if that's even if that's Same. even like how <laughs> that works, but uh, it's definitely a sustained effort. And you have to recognize you're you're not going to slow down too too much unless you really blow your blow past your capacity in the first. Like your sense five, shit there. That's nice. My mom appreciates it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, we could sit here and come up with a bunch of different stuff and give you, you know, pacing targets and all that. But at the end of the day, um, we, you know, we program stuff like fasted cardio for this exact reason. Um, all the aerobic work we do, like we, the long we stuff. make sure that your energy systems are ready for this. Everyone who's watching this, their energy system is ready for the score that they could put up. That's something that you need to understand going into a workout. You are already capable of what you're capable of. <laughs> yeah. So creating that narrative in your head of I'm used to being uncomfortable for much longer than this, 30 minutes, 50 minutes, 70 minutes, whatever. We've made people do some crazy shit. And this is why we make them do that. Because you go into this workout and you can laugh at like, yeah, that time that I pushed the whatever 30 minute row a little bit harder, probably hurt worse than this did. Yeah, it it definitely does. There's no walking around. You from there's no transition on the 30 minute row. You can having just done it. One, it's not that bad, but two, if you're trying to create that narrative in your head and we, the, the best way that we can like kind of seek comfort in the unknown is compare things to the, what we or to compare things to what we do know exactly before 20.1, we had that terrible power snatch bar facing burpee workout. The first week of the open cycle, we had that dumbbell thruster toes to bar ladder. 
fasted cardio every week like you're, you're ready you, you're good <laughs> yeah you're fine yeah, that's that it. Like we thoughts. said, we're going to give you that. That's Hunter's final thoughts. That's we're going to give you a no <laughs> bullshit approach to this workout. You have already created this athlete that's going to be able to perform really well in this workout. So it's all about getting that story straight in your head. There is no way you can't cruise through this for 20 minutes. Obviously, the intensity is dialed up just a touch for those first 15 minutes. And if you got some extra in the tank, let it go. Use yeah. it. <laughs> last, last three minutes. You good. I'm excited to see how this goes. I'm calling... I don't think someone's going to get 31 rounds, but I think someone will get into the 31st round. That's my guess. Yeah, I feel like physics is the little little people physics is going to come into play. Yeah. Definitely over 30. Yeah, I don't secure that. I say someone someone will get over 31. Yeah. I think it's, someone will get over 31. Over 31? 31 or 32, yeah. And I think girls are going to do better in this workout because they are much tougher than guys. It's Same hilarious. Breaks. When you when you coach an even mix, you find out who's tougher. And so far, it's like a, the, man. so far it's like 10 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was your 20.2 <laughs> breakdown <laughs> from your friendly neighborhood misfits. Thank you once again to our podcast sponsors, Pure Spectrum. Head to PureSpectrumCBD.com. Check out their new website and logos and products. Use the code word MISFIT to save a little dough. Use the code word 20.2 at SharpenTheAxeCo.com. Save you some money. Release 1023 for the warm-up collection. I got it right that time. All right, ladies and gents. We'll see you next week. See ya.